Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So as we know, Mother's Day is around the corner and there are all types of feels in the air. Uh, I say that because uh, a friend of mine uh, has a podcast called God in Therapy with Tara Body. You guys know this friend. I've had her on the podcast before when she released her book, um, Marriage is a Beautiful Thing, But What I Wish I Would Have Known, right? And so uh, Tara recently uh, released an episode of God in Therapy this past Sunday titled Unhappy Mother's Day. And when I tell you, I feel like my friend was all up in my business. (laughs) She was all up in my business. But at the same time, the both of us share this commonality when it comes to having a, um, and on, how do I want to refer to it delicately? And, And this is my issue. I'm just going to be real with you all. My issue is, is that it's, it's very difficult for me to, um, speak what is true about my relationship with my mom why because obviously I love my mother I love her dearly and I know she loves me but the truth of the matter is is that our relationship is not like most mothers and daughters relationships are we are working on it we are in the process of rebuilding and restructuring and just understanding that you know we both um have have maybe different viewpoints, but learning how to respectfully agree to disagree and to honor each other's feelings, right? Um, And it's taken some time for us to get there. But one of the things that Tara was talking about in her episode this past Sunday is, you know, with Mother's Day around the corner, it's not really like, um, it's difficult for some of us. Let's just put it that way. It is difficult for some of us. While those of you may have these great relationships with your mother and it's like you just want to shower her with gifts uh, to honor her and to just show her how much you appreciate her, there are some of us out here who don't necessarily see it the same way that you do. Uh, going into the um, store looking for a card that truly depicts where we are in our relationship is not as easy as it is for some of you. And as I stated, uh, me saying this on a podcast where I know that other people are going to listen and those people, including my mom, um, it may be difficult to hear. But I do want to um, create a space for those who are in the same boat as me. And I just want you to know that you are not alone. And I do recommend listening uh, to that particular episode of, of Tara's um, on God and Therapy. You can catch it on YouTube um, and just type in uh, Tara Body and uh, all of the episodes will come up. And it's titled On Happy Mother's Day. But one of the things that, that she talked about in regards to the cards is, is that you go into the store looking and reading all of these different cards and you're trying to find one that really speaks to how you feel, right? Um, and I struggle with this. Uh, my mom made it very clear to me this year that she wanted a card. 
you know, my mom loves cards and I know that she does. And normally I give it to her. But for over the past couple of years, um, because we haven't really been. Well, that's not true. We did spend Mother's Day together, I think, last year. Um, but I haven't been purchasing cards. Uh, you know, I'll give her the gift. And I, I think it might have been subconsciously because I could not find one that really depicted our relationship like you know uh cards out there they say like you've always been there for me I appreciate you like these things are true I do appreciate my mom my mom has been there for me has she always been there for me in the way that I needed her to be no um and so it's finding that card that says mom I love you I appreciate you. I know that you did the best you could in raising me. And I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that you carried me. I appreciate the fact that, you know, you loved on me the best you can, even though you were hurt and you may not have been shown that love. Like, I really appreciate my mom. And mom, if you're listening to this particular podcast, take this. Yes, I'm going to send you your card, but please take this also as your card this Mother's Day because I can't find a card that really depicts how I feel like I would just have to create it for myself and write down these words Um, and maybe that's what you want maybe you want me to buy a blank card and fill it with my true thoughts and sentiments Um, but I want you to know that I I love you and I appreciate you and as an adult now I understand that because of some of the Um, experiences that you had in your life that you may not have been completely healed from that it prevented you from being able to give to me what I needed because it was never given to you and that's the thing that we have to understand sometimes right is is that sometimes people don't know how to give what they've never been given, right? The Bible tells us to do unto others as we want to be done unto us. But it also says, not but, and it also says that we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves, right? Um, But love is not just an affection. It's actually biblical love is, is not dealing with emotions. Like there's an emotional aspect of it, but it's not based off of emotions because emotions are finicky and they're temporal, right? You can feel one way in one moment and feel another way in another. Love is actually an action. It, it is what you do. You know, what? how did God show us that he loved us? He loved us by giving. Giving is an action. He gave his only son. Jesus gave his life for us. It's an action, right? And so sometimes we have, if we didn't learn how to to do something if it wasn't taught to us it is not necessarily in us um uh what is the word i'm looking for uh in indistinctly it, it's not just a part of our nature to do those things and so you know as children you don't necessarily see that or understand that because you're a child and you're immature and it's something that comes with growth and understanding that okay uh hurt people that old phrase uh hurt people hurt people it i don't think it's intentional all the time sometimes it is intentional when people are really hurt they want others to feel the same misery or the pain that they're experiencing so they will intentionally hurt others but then there are another group of people who 
because they were not protected, because they were not loved on, because they were not heard or seen. They don't know how to fully give that to somebody else. And then there are some people who they realize, okay, I didn't get this. So now I want to be able to give this to somebody else because I know how it felt not to have those things. Um, But I still feel like it's a work in progress, right? Like you have to heal from your own wounds first in order to truly know how to give that and to love somebody else. And so I say this because a lot of the times, and this is something else that um, I believe Tara talked on or touched on in her her episode, is is that we have um, we've been taught to protect Mama, right? And because we've been taught to protect Mama, it's hard sometimes to express when Mama has unintentionally hurt us or even in times when when mama because mothers can intentionally hurt their children as well um some of you mothers can relate to this uh because of your your feelings towards your your mate or towards your your child's father um in order to hurt the father you may deprive the child of having a relationship with that person You know, and that's something that is intentional. I'm not here to talk about that today. (laughs) So I don't want to dive deep. Uh, But the Bible also talks about how a mother can um, forsake their child. Right. Which is why God is also the mother to the motherless. He, He is our father. You know, he is our ultimate parent and guide to be there for us because he knows that it is in our human nature sometimes to be so selfish that we are unable or incapable of seeing past our own hurts and wrongs to actually sacrificially be there selflessly for another and for their feelings, right? And so I'm talking about this today because again, Mother's Day is coming up and We have been taught to protect mama, to honor mama. Like we'll talk about our daddy issues, but we don't really talk too much about the mama issues that we deal with. We don't want to show mama to be in a negative light at all. But the thing is, is that when we hide stuff, it can make us sick. And I'm not just talking, I mean, sometimes it could be physical. Sometimes it can be mental, emotional, um, you know, spiritual, it's hard sometimes to, to see um, beyond ourselves when we are hurting because we're not being honest or authentic with what we've been through. Um, as I was stating before, like my mom, um, she she was there for me. She is there for me. You know, uh, if I call my mom today right now, she would be there to talk to me on the phone. The thing is, is, is that, again, as I shared, because of some of the experiences that my mom has been through that she had not been completely healed from, I, I believe uh, that there were times that it made her incapable of being there for me emotionally um, when I was going through things. And as a child, um, you know, in my youth, I did not understand about healing. I did not understand about people not having a capacity or, you know, people not being able to 
to to meet those needs. You know, as a child, in my mind, it's like you're my mom and you're not being there for me. But I'm not saying anything because it's like I, I didn't think I had a voice. I grew up under the school of thought children are to be seen and not heard. So, you know, and I was I grew up in a school of thought that you protect mama. You know, mama is there for you. Mama's the one who carried you, who who birthed you, who nursed you, who changed your diapers. Like mama was the primary caregiver. Like I, you don't say nothing about mama. Mama could do whatever she want to. OK, Ma, mama is entitled. Mama can do whatever. Mama can't do no wrong. Right. But daddy surely can. Daddy can surely mess up. Daddy can surely do some some messed up things. And it's a lot of people out there who are hurting because, you know, mama didn't always do things right. Mama did unintentionally or intentionally cause some some trauma or some damage. But we can't talk about that because we don't talk about mama. Just like how we don't talk about Bruno, we don't talk about mama. And it's it's hard for those of us who don't have the relationship that is depicted that a child and a mother is supposed to have like this this strong bond like there's no bond like a mama and her child because you know your child is the only person who knows the sound of your heartbeat from the inside your child is somebody that y'all just got this bond because you carried them for so long within you like you felt their movements you felt them them kick like you felt this little person growing on the inside of you and there's this attachment in there and for some mothers like that nurturing that bond that relationship happened and it's not to say that when the child was born that it wasn't still there you know for some mothers they can detach from their their children for some mothers they don't have that that nurturing nature a part of them right but I'm not even talking about those mamas I'm talking about the mamas who were there who took care of their kids, who showed up to the, the ball games, who, you know, attended the recitals, who knew everybody in the school, who uh, showed up to the band events with food to feed them. I'm talking about my mama. My mama was there. My mama knew down to the janitor, okay, of my schools. My mom's presence was known. She was there. And so that's why to a certain extent, I am unable to relate to some people who Mothers weren't there who mothers did not mother them or nurture them. My mom did nurture me. Right. But there was a point in our our lives where a situation happened where it was really difficult on my mom. And in that moment, she was more focused on herself in my eyes. And this is my perspective. Right. Um, But in that moment, there was more focused on what she was going through that I think she was incapable of seeing that I was being affected as well. And because I was a suppressor, because I did not think I had a voice, because I did not think that I could say, hey, I'm hurting too, that I needed to be there for my mom and how she was feeling, that it put a strain on our relationship. 
I didn't know how to to voice it at the time because like I said I didn't think I had a voice um and I didn't know I didn't fully understand it right I kind of felt uh bad or guilty for even wanting to say hey you're not showing up for me you're you're not being there for me like you're what's going on I I felt like I couldn't say that because my mom has been there for me, right? She does love me. She does care about me. And so that that made it difficult for me to to be honest with the fact that hey, I I need you right now. I I know that you're going through something and because I'm not a psychologist and because I'm a child, I don't know how you deal with what you're dealing with and also be there for me like if that's even possible, but can we work through this together? Like back then, it, it was, I mean, yes, therapists have always been around, right? But back then, for, for me, I didn't know anything about, say, hey, maybe we should go to therapy and both of us talk about this and get this out, right? And so it wasn't until years later that I think I um, attempted to share what I was going through through my teenage years when when my my family was experiencing what they were experiencing. It wasn't until I was, I was married, honestly. Um, when I think about it, it was a time that I went back home to go and visit. And I remember I had asked my, my uncle and my aunt to sit in on a conversation between my mother and I. And my, my plan <laughs> was to go into this, this conversation and express what it was that I was feeling at the time what it was that I was still feeling and to kind of let the truth of that be known to my mom. And I was just hoping um, or that my plan was is that she would understand and receive it and and apologize and be like, I'm sorry, I wasn't there. The conversation didn't go that way at all. Um, and it was, um, I guess, shocking to me. Because I was just like, man, this isn't what I expected at all. And I did not in that moment get the the peace that I was looking for. Um, I did not, I was not able to find any type of resolution because all it showed me more in that moment is that my mom at the time was incapable of seeing beyond her own hurt. And again, this was before... I was consistently going to therapy and so it, it still didn't make sense to me. And it wasn't until more recently uh, in 2020, and I, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but 2020 was a blessing, at least for my family. I know 2020 was hard for a lot of people um, and, and it's not like we didn't go through things or experience things too. I've, I've shared with y'all, we were all in the same storm. We were just traveling by different vessels, right? Um, but in my vessel, 2020 opened up a lot of um, self-reflection for me. You know, being stuck in a house and not being able to go out or whatever and be distracted with the things of life, it caused me to do a lot of introspection, right? And and this is when I, I kind of started going uh, to therapy a little bit more consistently and was able to work through some things for myself, be able to recognize some things for myself. One of the things that my therapist taught me um, was the whole, uh, I think it's called CBT. 
I can't remember, but it's the cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah, I believe that's what it's referred to. And it's the, the she taught me the technique of um, acknowledging my feelings and then uh, figuring out what thoughts led to those feelings and then what situations led to those thoughts. And then being able to understand, okay, this is a situation that happened in the past. Let's deal with it, close it and resolve it. Because what was happening is, is that uh, I was being triggered by things that happened in the past, triggered in the present by things that were happening in the past. And my response or my feelings to it were intensified because of the trigger. So it's like I needed to recognize those triggers first and realize, okay, that is the past. That's not the situation that is happening now. There's nothing that I can do about what happened in the past. I do need to accept, hey, it happened. This is this is how things went down. Okay, let's now close that door and use it as a lesson going forward in how to better respond so that I would come back to present, realize, okay, this is the situation I'm dealing with presently let's address it right and so in learning how to work through those things i realized that there were a lot of things uh from from my childhood that was causing um triggers in my present day because i never fully got healing from those things um and it was because i did not resolve them i wasn't healed from it all i did was suppress it uh, because I did not feel that I did not think um, that I had a voice. I did not think that my voice was not necessarily necessary, but that my voice had value to be heard. Um, I just kept all of my feelings to myself and I just pushed them down. And I was such a people pleaser and so concerned about wanting to be accepted, wanting to just keep the peace, wanting to appease the other person that I that is how I lived my life. And I lived my life like that for so long because what 2020, how old was I then? Um, like 37, 30, 37, turning 38, something like that. And so that's a long time. That's a long time to think that your feelings are insignificant. That's a long time to um, basically be betray yourself, not stand up for yourself, not stand up for the little person, the little child uh, that's on the inside of you. That's a long time to to feel that, you know, or to think that your voice doesn't matter to continue to go on scene, to continue to go on heard. Um, and that's not being authentic. And that's honestly not um, not doing what God tells us to do because he says to speak truth and to speak it in love, right? And so that's the thing. I ran away from the hard conversations because I did not want to deal with the stress or the conflict. So I ran from those things. Whenever I felt that, you know, me sharing something was going to cause not necessarily an argument, but a disagreement or to cause tension. It was like, you know what? Nope, I'm just going to swallow that. But here's the thing. Here's the kicker. Even though I was swallowing and suppressing my feelings, Hannah does not do a very good job of hiding them. Oh, it showed up everywhere else. It showed up on my face. It showed up in my body language, in my posture. Like you would know that something is bothering me, but I would straight up just lie and say, no, it's all good. Everything is good. I'm fine. I was lying and, and God doesn't like lying that, that it, 
that's not of God to lie. And so it's just like, you know, a mission of the truth is still lying. You know, so it's like, here it is, Hannah, you're thinking that, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. I'm keeping the peace and all, but you're not being truthful. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to the people that you're in relationship with. And you're teaching these things unintentionally to your children. Right. Because I even noticed with my daughter today that a lot of times she will suppress how she feels because she's concerned about how mommy's going to take it. Like I have put in the work with her to tell her, hey, this is a safe space. You can express how you feel about stuff, even if it is in disagreement with me. I said, as long as you do it respectfully. You can respectfully tell me how you feel about something. Now, know that just because you express it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to change the situation, but I want you to feel heard. I want you to feel seen. I want you to know that your feelings matter to me because I did not get that. As much as my mom and my dad loved me, the truth of the matter is, and it's so hard to say this because I don't want to hurt my parents in any way. I love them. I do. But the truth of the matter is, is that as a child growing up, I did not think that my feelings mattered. And I carried that with me into my adulthood that even till today, sometimes I struggle with giving a voice to my thoughts and my feelings because sometimes I still think that they don't matter that I am not understood that I am not seen that I am not heard and a friend said to me so lovingly the other day she was just like Hannah you agree to get along she was like I, I'm just being real with you friend but you you a lot of times you just agree to get along and that's not truth not saying what what she was saying is truth, but me agreeing to get along is not truth. And the Bible says to speak truth in love. I cannot be afraid of somebody disagreeing with me or somebody feeling challenged by me um, and, and somebody not accepting what I have to say or somebody choosing not to be in relationship with me anymore because I'm speaking truth. I can't be afraid to do it because how can I speak the truth of the word of God if I'm so concerned about losing this connection or this relationship? That's not being a representative of him. That's not representing him in the, the right manner. That's not putting him first. That's not, you know, being more of a God pleaser than I am a people pleaser. And so I share all of this today because as Mother's Day is approaching, I find myself in that space that I find myself uh, every year at this time. And I, let, let me not say every year, but in more recent years when I'm actually, you know, acknowledging where the relationship is with my mom and with my father. Because when Father's Day roll around, now my dad doesn't ask for cards, right? Um Cards is not something that my is my dad's thing. Like, I know better than to buy him a card because it's just going to end up in the trash, right? N not that he doesn't appreciate it, but my dad is like me. Like, unless you really going to write something in the card for me to, to read, like, the 
I, I would rather you not waste your money because if you have y'all seen the price of cards recently that there are up to like $12.99 I seen one card I was like what <laughs> but anyways no but my dad he's not in the cards like that he's just like he's appreciative oh thank you for the card but the card is gonna end up on the, the table somewhere until he gets tired of looking at it and then it goes in the trash and I'm the same way unless you put some thoughts into it like some of your own words and not just the words of the card Unless you really write in it, if you just write from so-and-so, love so-and-so, whatever, it's just like, oh, okay. And and I feel like I'm wasting your money. So, you know, that's how, but I digress. But around that time, like, because at this point, it's not as difficult for me on Father's Day because, like I said, my father doesn't really care about cards. My mom, who does care about cards, though, I find it difficult because I'm like, this is just generic, Right. At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's generic. Now, sometimes you can find that card and I can't remember who, what's the brand, but there's this particular brand of cards that if I actually go into a Hallmark store, that those cards I can find that really depict what I'm feeling or what I want to say to a person. Um, But majority of the time when I go into the store, these are just generic words. It's the same thing. Like, oh, I appreciate you for always being there. Thank you for this thing. And it's just like, uh, it's more than that, though. You know, like this is just generic. This is superficial. This ain't deep. This is not, you know, how I really feel. Like at this point, mom, I appreciate the fact that you and I have been working on our relationship, that we're both in therapy now, that we're both getting the healing that we need so that we can love each other the right way. That's what I want to say in a card to my mother, right? Because things haven't always been easy. Things haven't always been good, but I love her and I know she loves me, you know, uh, but I want to find that card and I probably won't find it. I probably am going to have to purchase a blank card and just write my thoughts down about how I feel and where we are and give that to her because you know it's difficult to just try and find a card because at this point I feel like I'm just getting it because that's what she asked for there's no like heart I mean other than the fact that I want to give her what she wants you know what I'm saying like you love a person the way that they receive love if my mom receives love from getting a card then I'm gonna get her card But I want to go a step further and be intentional about it and actually have it be a card that means something from me to her. And that's what's difficult for me when I go into the store because I can't find that card. I can't find a card that really speaks my truth about, hey, I'm glad that we've been doing the work. We've been doing the work like we're not at the point anymore or we're past the point of just, um, giving the people what they want and what I mean by that is is that you know you see on social media how the other daughters um or sons or whatever are loving on they loving on each other loving on a mama like all this other stuff it's like I'm past that now like I'm not trying to display this perfect relationship with my mom for anybody because the the truth of the matter is is that it's not perfect is perfectly imperfect, right? We are a work in progress, as most of us are. Now, some of you out there, it is a blessing that you have these wonderful, great relationships with your parents and especially with your mothers. And it's a blessing. Cherish that. 
You know, don't ever take that for granted because there's some of us out here who are putting in the work, who are trying to get there. It's a progression. You know what I'm saying? We are doing, we are putting in the work. We are getting the help that we need. We're working on the relationship because we care about each other and we care about showing up in authenticity. And then there's some of you out there who wish you could put in the work, who wish that your your parent would be willing to put in the work to work on the relationship, but they don't want to. They want to stay in their selfishness. And I will be praying for you because I know that that has to hurt because when these holidays roll up, it's like you see everybody on social media showing the highlights, you know what I'm saying? And you're like, dang, I wish I had that. And you don't right now. But I do want to encourage you that even though you don't have that right now with your parent, if you are a parent, show up for your child. Do a check-in with them. Make sure that they're good. Make sure that your relationship with them are good. Make sure that they know that they are seen, that they are heard, and that their thoughts and opinions matter. Show up for your kids. Even though it wasn't given to you, there are books, there are sermons, there are messages, there are therapists, there are so many things out there to help you learn how to show up for your child the way that they need you to show up. Do better. Unfortunately, the people in your life didn't know how to do better for you, but you can learn from them. We don't have to judge them. We don't have to put them down because they didn't have the tools and the resources that they needed to be better, but you do. So utilize those tools and resources so that you can be better for your child. And maybe, just maybe, your parent will see what you're doing and it will change something in them. And they will come to you and be like, you know what? I know that I may not have made all the, the right decisions when you were a child. I did the best that I know how to do. But I realized that my best sometimes may not have been the best for you. But now, if you give me the opportunity, if you give me the chance, I can do better for you now I know it may seem late but we still got time that we can work on this relationship and end on a good note finish strong so that's my prayer for y'all today let's finish strong y'all it may not have started the way that we wanted it to but we definitely can finish strong so I hope you got something out of the podcast today it is always my prayer that you do. If you guys want to connect with me, you can send in your listener letters to hannahsworld00 at gmail.com or connect with me on Instagram at hannahsworld00. Until next time, peace out, world.